before we get into this episode, this is being recorded via the web. So if the sound is a bit boom, boo, chicky, chicky, doom, then we would like to apologize. I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back to another episode. What is good, brothers and sisters of the Afrolit family? We are back again, back yes. at it. And yes. um, today we have a special guest. You know, we don't bring just anybody to <laughs> you know, pick and choose, give you guys some spice, give you guys, you know, all the flavor. And um, today we do have someone special. And uh, we're just gonna let her introduce herself. My name is Makon Jovo, and I am so excited to be with y'all today, wherever you are. I hope you're having a great day, sending you good vibes. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. Well, you know, you might have seen the name, you know, the name is very familiar. The brand is strong. She is a journalist, on air host for a multitude of brands you may have seen her on essence red carpets you know I mean, you name it she's probably <laughs> done it so we're doing that right right but you know every every accolade i'm sure you know people see and probably think it's an overnight success but there are right. definitely many nights all. many nights to yeah. overnight success and yeah. so and you know you gotta rep your set i know she is originally from Zimbabwe. What area code is that, by the way? Because Kenya is 264. Um, 263. Oh, there you go. Did you know how that's your LBR? 263. Oh, yeah. 263. That's it. 263. Yeah, we learned every time. You know, what is it? Zambia's again is which one? I don't know. Oh, wow. That's what that means. You see? Oh, he doesn't means. get the phone card. Do you remember yeah. the phone card before WhatsApp? Girl. Girl. My mom still goes to buy those. She goes to the Indianapolis <laughs> and she'd be like, can I just get five dollars? And it's like, mom, you know you can download these things. You don't you can do There's Skype. Viber. There's WhatsApp now. Yeah. Nope. Cause some relatives <laughs> don't, don't know the value, but I call the landline. Right. <laughs> I do know the South Africa. I know it's two plus, plus two seven. Yeah, yeah. South Africa. Okay, okay. We'll give you that one. We'll give you that one. Somebody. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> You're calling somebody. Yes. <laughs> somebody. So um yeah, that's really cool. I feel like um there's a lot of I mean I guess people that know you would know what you're up to online. You updated mm -hmm. but i just want you to tell the people like what how do you see yourself like what would you describe mm. marco as mm -hmm. i know echo said like a journalist a host. yeah i want yes your definition of who is marco mm, that's a good question first of all thank you for assuming that people know who i am that's really <laughs> fine because i'm sure people that are listening are like what are equa and lantia even talking about who is this girl but okay i'll listen anyway because i like them uh, <laughs> What'd you say, Lantia? <laughs> Repeat that. 
listen. They're like listening. They're listening and they're saying, "We know this." Like, oh yeah, Michael. Oh, we know Michael says. Like, well, we will follow see. her. We'll see. Right. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, it's funny. I don't consider myself a journalist because uh, I feel like journalists, for lack of a better word, I feel like they do really serious work. Like when I think about investigative journalism and I think right, about right. hard-hitting news, that's not my lane. That's not what I do. Although they are entertainment journalists, I think of right. myself as a media personality slash content creator. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I can work different mediums. I've done radio before in a right. very small space, uh, mm-hmm. but I do TV, I do digital broadcast. And then I'm also now sort of getting into how do I own and create my own content? How do I really cement my legacy? And how do I start to reach back home and work with people in that way? So Mm. that's really how I categorize myself right now. A media personality, TV host, and content creator. Love that. I feel like that's that. You really well. It does. It does. It does. Yeah. And so I think, you know, and like you said, now you've, you've worked in many different spaces. I would want to know just like how you got your foot started, you know, and like yeah. just as you, you know, grew in the ranks and were able to, you know, allow different opportunities to just come through, like how you were able to just decide, like, okay, this is the direction that I want to go in, you know, because I'm sure right. mommy was like, ah, oh, you're not being lawyer, doctor, engineer, like what's going on, you know? I didn't bring you to America to want to be on TV and play around, okay? <laughs> TV, TV, oh no. Right. Right. I feel like get to know what it's really about like being a parent of a child in that industry then they're just like uh what like is this paying bills or is this just fun you know like fun although i will say now my mom is probably you know my mom and my husband are neck and neck in terms of my biggest supporters right actually i would say my mom because my mom watches everything my husband will wow. be like, ah, I missed it. I was working, but I know you did great. Yes. So he, yeah, he, yeah. Yes. mom watches everything. Oh, your hair was nice. Oh, I like that dress. Oh. Why did you say this? Oh, okay. <laughs> so mom is on a different uh, level. On a different level. It took a while oh, to yes. understand, well, what is this career path? Because yeah, yeah. for a lot of us too, is you have to see it to believe it. And I know that sounds super cliche, yeah, but when you don't yeah, see anyone no, who looks like is. you, who sounds like you, it's really hard to say, well, I stand a chance in doing that. Mm-hmm. Once you see and you see the work and you see the doors starting to open, I think it definitely made my mom be like, all right, I'm, I'm with you 100% yeah, all the way, yeah, yeah. putting in the work. Yeah. So, um, it's going to happen. But to answer your original question, where it first jumped off, I was working at Sony. I had a job as a project manager that I absolutely hated. Paid well. I was living the life in New York City. I was going out Tuesday through Friday. I was resting on the weekends. I, I know, mean, pre-COVID days. Wow, oh, pre-COVID days. Wow, to clock. think. Hey. <laughs> don't even remind me, sis. Don't care. even remind me. Yeah. Hey. I know. Don't care real quick. One wow. time. I know. Quiet okay. Someone so sent different. me a meme uh, just like before we started this, and she was like, "Remember back in the day when you'd be in the bathroom and you like be using the restroom, and then you hear a song and you just smile like, dang, I'm having fun tonight.' <laughs> that that <laughs> feeling is over. It's over, okay? It's over, over, over. 
Okay. Yeah. Although in South Africa, I hate to shout out South Africa, but I see peeps are out. Okay. People are out. Even in Kenya. Right. Yeah, what you it is almost December. Like this is the time. I know. December is gonna actually gonna be very we have to kind of look but not look because you know people are going out. You know it's December vibes all the way. Like yeah, y'all all the way. Y'all not afraid of corona. I'm like oh, I'm terrified of corona. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Wear a mask. Rice is mad. I mean, it's hot. At the end of the day, it's hot. There's only so much you can do. So it's like, yeah, just stay at home. Too. Corona. <laughs> hey, Corona. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you. You have to love South Africa. You know, know what I mean? You do. Uh, as you were saying. <laughs> right? Sorry, I went off on a little tangent. No, okay, no, so, it's good. Um, I was working at Sony you know, doing my thing, having a lot of fun, but I was unfulfilled. Yeah. And I knew that that was in the final destination. I just was going right. through the motions, trying to figure it out. Just like any early 20 something year old, you know, you yeah. go through that where you're trying to find your space in life, find your voice, find out what you are really interested in and what right. you really want to pursue. And so mm -hmm. one of my friends came to me and she was like, I know you're always posting on your blog and you're always telling us about, did you see Beyonce did this? Look at Michelle Obama's dress, da da da. And she's like, why don't you enter this enter this competition that Russell Simmons is having? And I was like, oh. And it was like, we're looking for the next great celebrity video correspondent. And wow. I was like, I'm probably not going to win this. But you know what? what? What do I have to lose? Let me just go ahead. Wait, and what's the worst that could happen? What's that? the worst that could happen? And that right there, that just edge of confidence to believe in yourself is what yeah. I hope mm -hmm. the Afrolet fam take away. Because I feel yeah, like it's just being, having that just... Even if it's just a tiny, because you know what you, like you said, you didn't think you were going to win, but you just knew, like, let me just do it. You yeah, know, either that, way. Yeah. either way. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You never know what opportunities can grow from that. Like, at never. the end of the day. Never. Absolutely. And if it's a good opportunity yeah. and you can put the work in, you never know what can happen yeah. from, especially when you're first starting out, you can't be too picky and be like, oh, I want to work at the Today Show. I know. What have like, you done to yeah. earn Right? right. Like there's a competition and maybe that could lead to that and you know things or something could else. Right. Something you else. never know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you may find that that's not the path for you and then it'll open up another door, you know? Sure. So you just that's never always be open to possibilities. That's been mm -hmm. the number one recurring theme in my life is just be open to mm -hmm. it. Just be productive, just slow. Mm -hmm. um, right. so yeah, the best that could happen was I won the competition and it was oh, just okay. crazy. Okay. And I was like, wow, what? And I was so fortunate because the guy who worked there, who was the president at the time, he had a real affinity, a real love for South Africa. His name is Michael Skonik and he's a Jewish guy. And he just really poured into me. He was like, listen, listen, take this thing do whatever you need to do. Use the name, get into any red carpets, just work your way through the system. Because they knew it was just a competition. It wasn't really a job. Yeah. It was just like yeah. a, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I did just that. I just ran with it, you know, and I really used it as a catalyst. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I remember, I remember the blog. I definitely remember following the blog. And I think that- Oh, wow, this was the, real one. I'm a real one. I'm a Okay. And you know why too? Because it was that factor of representation. I feel like, yeah. you know, growing up mm -hmm. in the US, there was never 
any sort of yeah. correspondent. Like, yes, they may have been black. Yes, they may have, you know, had right. like, you know, some of the same attributes as me. But to see someone who was yeah. African, who, you know, you were making sure that people were pronouncing your name correctly. Yes. You were making sure that people were like, just no understanding, yeah. like you would infuse your culture into everything that you did. And yeah. you were able to yeah. then, you know, talk about things that were happening in, because A, I needed to know what was happening in like the world, our like mm -hmm. pop culture world. But then also things are, that were happening in the continent, you know? And yeah. so I just yeah, I want to hear more about just like how you were able to just stay up to date with some of this stuff. Because I know that, you know, working mm -hmm. another job and then having this, like, how are you able to balance right. both of it? Or was that a struggle balancing? Hmm. No, I mean, I feel like it's like, uh, you know, you and Lantia, when you are passionate about something, it doesn't even feel like work. Sure, sometimes there might be tasks and things yeah. that are, uh, troublesome or some hurdles yeah. you may need to get <laughs> yeah we know really, about that. <laughs> you see <laughs> when you're creating content it just yeah. happens organically and for me an yeah. extension of myself or who I am really is I came mm -hmm. here when I was nine but I'm still mm -hmm. so connected to what happens back home we take a trip year uh, we take a yearly trip back home every yeah. year uh, annually, but this is not happening this year because of COVID you know yeah. orders, orders, that type of Corona Corona, oh. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I listen to music back home, uh, pretty much 24 seven. I listen to radio stations back home. I follow celebrities right. on Twitter. I'm, yeah. I'm just, it's something that I'm interested in yeah. that it just happens to bleed over into my work. And that's the best of both worlds where it doesn't feel right. like it's work to find out right. what's going on and update people is because just like I'm mm -hmm. talking to you, I'd be like, do you guys, has John opened the gate? You know, we can talk about things like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you guys know the song, right? John Bulliken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We yeah. can talk about things like that because the, the world has, the internet has made the world so much smaller. So right. it's so yeah. easy to stay connected that way. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. And I think that I feel like for me, a big aspect of what I do admire that you continue to um, aside from just being a journalist, content creator, I was a journalist, you did say journalist. So content creator. Media that, personality. Personality. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. 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 The, uh, the bubble inside really, really high. And I think that um, I want to know where that came from. Yeah. Um, is that something you feel like maybe growing up, you kind of, um, you were, it was instilled in you by your mom, maybe like, oh, okay, be proud about where you come from type of thing? Mm -hmm. Or is that something that you are drawn to naturally? So I just want to know how you continue to be um, representative of where you come from at the end yeah. of the day. Like it's Especially because kids, it, like in America, there's always like, yeah, I don't want to hide my accent, you know? Right. Or like, I don't want to like, oh yeah, no, no, you know, that's just, I'm African, right. but I'm actually right. from, you know, here. Like I've been yeah. living People here. Right. That when no, you think, so think of like Zimbabwe, like it's just Completely. automatic. It made it very like automatic. And I want to know how the art of doing that, how did you do that? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> a big honor because I love to be associated with that. That has been my yeah. life's work and I'm very passionate about that. And, yeah. I, you know, we'll get to yeah. this a little bit later, but that's that's the next phase of my career is continuing that but in a different realm uh, i wouldn't say there was one moment where it was just like oh my god i'm proud to be zimbabwean in fact yeah. just like you were saying Equa, when i first arrived 
and we were in Bed-Stuy and I had this thick Zimbabwean accent. Yeah. First time out of the country. I was teased mercilessly. These kids were so mean. Yeah. You know how kids can be like, Ooh. real jerks, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got this <laughs> long name. Okay, have this funny accent. Okay, like, like, where are you from? Where are you from? Why do you talk like that? It was people might associate being African with like cool right now. Now, today, (laughs) exactly. Isn't that something? Because it blows my mind now to think like people Mm. just want to be so down. But back in the day, in the nineties, it wasn't like that. It was a bad thing. It was so bad. African, but now it's like, oh, Black Panther, African pride, this, this, which actually I love. And I think that's right. where we should have been from get-go. So maybe these Completely. things take time and more of you guys growing up here, being born here, showing how beautiful our collective cultures are, how different we are, right. interacting with more of us. It's not a, it's not a country, it's a continent. Mm-hmm. 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 Exactly. We have so, all these different so things. Right, right. All of that, and I think that's definitely contributed to the, the the collective change. Of course, you still get stupid questions, but I think that's that's helped. Um, and you guys notice, I don't talk with a quote unquote Zimbabwean accent. That's because when I was in school, I was teased so much. I was like, I don't want to sound like this anymore. So I started yeah. to change my accent, and I was like, I don't want to sound like I just you know I'm fresh off the boat. We gonna we gonna we gonna get this today. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's what we did. In hindsight, would I do it now? No, that's just part of growing up. That was, you know, and for our parents, a lot of them didn't understand our unique situation, unique position that we're in, because they come here as immigrants when they're older. So their assimilation is a lot different. Is it easy? No, because they also go through hurdles in terms of- I also think they stand out in that way. Like they definitely sound different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But they're yeah, just trying different. to get jobs. They probably had great jobs where they were at. And now you come to a one bedroom, you got five kids, you're just trying to make it work. So they have their own difficulties. But for us but, as kids, it can really be, um, I don't want to say damning, but life changing because you're so young and malleable that it can really influence the way that you feel. And yeah, I think part of what helped me change was just kind of growing up and realizing, dang, being Zimbabwean is actually really fly. Like, I love mm. our culture. I love our food. I love our yeah. music. I love our people. There's nothing to be ashamed of. And I am going to rep it 110%. No, there was a thing back in the day where some Zimbabweans would pretend to be South Africans, right? I didn't know about that. Girl, you didn't know? I didn't know about that. Montia, do you know? No, this is news to me. I'm like, oh, wait, oh. what? Who to be South African? I think so. I guess yeah. I guess because it's known a lot. Because I feel like in the well, U.S., South Africa is known a lot more than it, like right. any other African country. You oh, know, of course. Because when you say Zimbabwe, you say Zambia. It's like where? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my god. You mean Nigeria? Is that yes, to Nigeria. Pastor is Nigerian. Do you know him? <laughs> it's always my pastor. It's always my pastor. Nigerian yeah. pastor. Oh my god. What? know that man it was very true and it's interesting you said that because i do feel like being a child there's certain little things that you're like maybe i should change it about myself like maybe i shouldn't be so like for me it was very much like oh you're taking this type of food to school and it's like oh you open the "Mm." (laughs) girl ain't nobody gonna see this food today i'm looking at the corner there and then be like no i'm not hungry right right (laughs) 
Starving. 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 About it now, you're just like, well, I'm so proud of my food, my culture, like the way we speak, how loud we are, how vibrant we are. And I think there's just a certain like, I mean, not for everyone, but there's a certain like, for me, like there's a certain sense of pride in that. I I definitely feel Mm -hmm. pride um, in just being African in general. You know, it's an honor to be honest. It's an honor. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not by mistake. It's not. It's not, you know, and it's it's beautiful now. And I love how these young people that are all around, specifically in the continent, honor who they are and they love their lineage and their heritage. But even for us here, um, it's wonderful that we still hold on to those things that make us African. And in fact, one of the things that like really just irks me, not irks me, but like, that I find so interesting is that I don't know if it's the same for you guys in your communities, but our children, mm-hmm. my husband and I don't have kids yet, but like the younger kids that are born here don't speak our language. And it really is just like so disheartening to me. And I really want to make it however I can to make sure that our language doesn't die when yeah. we pass, right? Like it's, I don't know if it's, is it the same for you guys too? Do you find that young kids that are born here don't speak? Yes, definitely. And I think, but I do think that is something, a responsibility of the parents, unfortunately. Like at the end of the day, if you're not pouring that into the child, they're just like, what is this? For me, it was like kind of intentional. My mom was like, listen, especially when I shout at you, I'm going to make sure I speak the language. And that's what I this. That's the type of words I do. Like, like stop doing that and things like that. Or come here. Right, those type of things just you put in there. But like, unfortunately now, yes, it's lessening like as the generations go by. And I don't know exactly why. Maybe it's, maybe, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know, but I have noticed it's a thing. And I think um, when children move there, we're talking about this with my mom. And pretty much when children move there and like, for example, their parents are like, oh, we're moving to Africa or let's go visit. It's kind of like, but am I able, am I going to be able to do the things that I do here? Um, My mom said somebody said like will I be able to play PlayStation in Africa and I was like yeah can you imagine in this 2020 um and I think it's just like not being educated not being um like you know uh learning what they see in the textbooks right 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 as opposed to just actually bringing them and them you know knowing what Africa is I think they Honestly, the way America depicts Africa, I'm not shocked. Because right. All they get is like poverty and, you know, the sick children and yeah. like it's safari, which by the way, safari is excellent, but that's not all there is. There's right? so I'm much cool. more. There's so much more. And yeah, yeah. And there like coming so- back to the language, I think that is one thing, one area that we all, just as a collective, have to definitely instill I know that Mm -hmm. it is like I think one thing that I love about like you know our West African brothers and sisters is that the music (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. they're singing in their language we don't know what Olujegba is we don't know what Rumebi is but we know we're singing along (laughs) and like we're learning Igbo we're learning Yerba and like they're very like they instill it in those things and so I feel like the more and same thing in South Africa so I think the more Mm -hmm. that we instill it in like our culture 
the more children of younger gender or like us and then the younger generation that comes after us will feel like empowered yeah. to speak so that they can understand you know yeah. what i mean and so i agree mm-hmm. i agree 100 and i also think in addition to that is that the parents and the community have to be really um deliberate and and teaching children that like I know life happens you know the kids go to school you go to work and you come home and you're just trying to do homework and get dinner on the table and you know the cycle repeats and on the weekends there's activities there's this there's that there's just never time but like I love what I think like some Chinese communities they go to school on Saturdays and they spend an hour hour and a half learning the language and they're very deliberate in that you know it's not by mistake that these kids do that and that they're able to speak the language so that's something that i think we just yeah we gotta be really really careful gotta make our that. school you making our yeah, school right. let's yeah. make our school <laughs> let's make our school that's the thing right. let's make, listen. i'm gonna enroll i'm gonna enroll okay it'll be fun okay. too we will be, we'll be learning like john Vulukieti. okay what does john need <laughs> what is the action that John is to partake in in order for this to happen. Oh my gosh, you're all the comedy. (laughs) But so this is, this is. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes, I was going to say, you know, this is Afro-lit. So I want to hear about your most lit experience at your work and your job, whether it was like Ooh. meeting some of, you know, you because you've met creme de la creme, you know, so I can't, yeah. I don't want to give you to say like, oh, pick your favorite interview or whatever. No, I want you right. to tell us about an experience where you were just like, wow, this is my job. This is my life. Like, this I'm is- lit, you know, because right. you're African right. and you're lit, you know, so you got to tell us. So not job related, right? I mean, it could be job related. It's, mm. it's really like the most lit experience that you had. So my most lit experience. Okay, I'll give you two. Does that count? Oh, yes. Yeah. No, you can give us two. Okay. I think work-wise, the most lit experience was when I got to walk the red carpet. I think that was really cool. And it was for Black Girls Rock. And they just, BT International was so kind. They sent a limo mm-hmm. to pick me up. I had VIP seating. I just went to the after party and it was celebrities galore. And it felt oh, like I was with my peers instead of like a person, cause red carpet is hard work. When you work on the red carpet, sometimes you don't even get to get in. And at that particular event, I've worked it years and haven't right. gotten in. So it was uh, really nice to be able to-, to Oh, wow. Yeah. I really so you work it and you go home? <laughs> that huh? I really didn't know that. Work the red carpet and then that's it. You just go home after that. Like you never. Oh yes! Oh my goodness! Of course, yeah. Like especially if you're starting out, if you're from a smaller outlet, um, particularly when I used to get content for African radio stations or TV stations. Yeah. They would let me in. They'd be like, "You could cover it, but you can't come in here." Oh Uh, no! Oh yes, girl. Oh, red carpet is today. We are learning today. You know, I thought, okay, you're the red carpet. We're all going inside. Some kind of tie. Wow. No, absolutely not. So when you work the red carpet, if you're with a big TV station, if you're with a big outlet, if you're with the marquee uh, TV station that's putting on that event, like if I do the red carpet for BET Africa, it's a completely different experience than if I'm working for, just throwing it out as an example, YFM in South Africa. If I'm working for YFM, first of all, I'm there, that's it. 
<laughs> so is anyone coming to see you? Oh no. Oh no. By the time they get to me, they are tired. By the time they get to me, the entrance to the event is already right. been through everyone. Right, right. And we're no. tired. We just trying to <laughs> we want to go inside. Yeah, we've talked to E, we've talked to Extra, we've talked to whoever, you know, now we want to get in. And so you got to be really creative. So my line used to always be, I'm from South Africa, I'm from Zimbabwe, please. You know, I would just be like, <laughs> I all this way, please. And then oh that God. usually would work. That yeah, that's, that's a bit different. Yeah, that, yeah. Is I think good. that is good. That it's is good. Outside right so that was a big deal walking the carpet was awesome and mm -hmm. then i just i love being home and one of my favorite things to do when i'm at home is go to a chisanyama i love you guys yes. know what chisanyama is, right? mm -hmm. yes. oh. we call oh. it yamachoma mm -hmm. yamachoma i love it yes yes, Learn something yes. New. i feel like it's the whole africa that does this because yes really, I feel right like the same I, thing yeah love a chisanyama i feel like i am at peace i don't know what it is it's something about being outdoors that fresh meat that pop that sada you know the the music the people the drinks yes. are flowing oh, oh. oh. it's the vibes, it's the vibes you know honestly i miss it so much i'm so sad that this year it's not gonna happen i'm like dang so tell me the difference between a braai and a shishanyama are they the same I don't oh, think no. so. A braai is like, Lantia, what do you think? The braai is smaller, right? Wow. Yeah, break a it down for us. The East Africans, we don't know. You know, I <laughs> just have yamachoma. Everyone comes and eats. A braai is a barbecue. So right. I'm at home, I'm like, oh yeah, ekua, maku, come over. I'm having right. a braai. means like a barbecue, pretty much. But a chisa nyama. Hey, <laughs> that's where the kaya is. So pretty much there you find um, yeah. drinks, you find all types of food, usually yeah. like pop, so like um, um, ugali, you find mm -hmm. like uh -huh. chicken, all the types of meat being done. And it's a big crowd. There's music. It's the oh, vibe. Yeah. It's basically just everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. So it's a, and it's a big group of usually strangers. <laughs> but you it have is. Your but you food. become friends at the end of the night. You might be strangers when you walk in. But, but by the time we, and the, you know what, Lantia, the best part of it is that it's a day party, right? right. I love a day party. I'm drunk and asleep by 11. Oh, it's, it's been a good day. day. <laughs> you have danced some calories off, you have drank, and then you're ready for bed. You're it's done. <laughs> you know, maybe you went to brunch or lunch beforehand. Right. Just don't eat too much and get full because you know you're really going to throw down at the chistanyama. <laughs> And you have a full day, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that is lit. As well, which I don't know how they do it. They go like... The Chisanyama what? They go from Chisanyama to the club, pretty much. Oh, we've done people. that. And y'all asked my sister Erica, we did that last time. We got home at 3 a.m. Y'all showed <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> Very much believe you. I feel like if you have the right group and the right vibe, you can. That is actually an ultimate sport. Like you're, you're tired, yes, but that is a yeah, wow, adrenaline. You're 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 pumping on adrenaline at that time. That's wow. like wow, wow. <laughs> oh, those are good. Those are good. I love no worries, that. Ethel, we'll take you next time. Next time we're all together on the Listen, continent. we need to make this happen. Full mm. tour. We right, we're gonna do Afro led tour. Point, and just, mm -hmm. Right, for real, mm -hmm. for real, for real, mm -hmm. for real. Um, yeah. 
It's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, you were going to say something, Lamtia? Yeah, I was going to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so I pretty much was going to um, on the same, like, breath of, like, oh, going to the red carpet and going to all of these events, have you ever had or found a moment, because I do feel like the industry, I mean, it's changing as we speak. Yeah. The media, entertainment industry is changing and evolving as we speak. But I do think probably when you were just beginning, it was majority, predominantly white, is what I would yeah. think. And so how, what, what was your experience going into these spaces, uh -huh. being Black, and not only Black, being Zimbabwean Black, and just like entering these rooms and spaces, how were you received? How was the energy? Like, have you had a like, weird or awkward experience in that um, environment? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, there's so many layers to that. But it definitely uh, is a very still predominantly white industry. And you can look at it from both sides, whether in front of the camera mm -hmm. or even behind. Yeah. I think one of the things right. that really shocked me was how many of the de decision makers uh, managers and publicists are white, right? Uh, and when you look at our top black talent, it's like that's who they veer towards. Like to be successful, you got to get a white PR rep and you got to get a white manager. And then it makes it hard for right. us on the red carpet when we're trying to get uh, XYZ, who's an African celebrity, an A lister, B lister their attention, their publicist is not going to make them stop and talk to us because they're trying to now go to the major, you know, sort of white stream, uh, white yeah. outlets, right? So it, it is definitely difficult, but I think the biggest thing that has to change is just getting those decision makers in place and getting our mm -hmm. celebrities to also be like, listen, that's why I love Beyonce. Her publicist is black, right? She yes. can totally hire anybody. She's the biggest star, arguably, that we've had in the last 10, 15 years. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Janet Michael, that, you know, that kind of group. Mm -hmm. But she, yeah, you know, and so it matters a lot. But I think for me, I've been very lucky in finding groups of people that really believe in me and have opened doors for me, be they white or black. Uh, and I think that's really also has been so key for me. You're yes. always going to have people that don't believe you, don't believe in of you, course. don't see your yeah. talent, don't see it for you. Your personality rubs yeah. in the wrong way. They may not even like the way you talk. They don't like your hair. You get the idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But then you of find course. other people that they just get it and they love you and they can speak uh, really confidently and mm -hmm. uh, really vouch for you when you're not in the room. And those are the people that you focus yeah. your efforts on. So even as a black woman, mm -hmm. an African woman, um, I've been just really fortunate to have people that, that go to bat for me. Does it always happen where that particular door opens? No, there's still a lot of no's mm -hmm. that I encounter. And maybe sometimes it's the way I talk or sometimes it's the way I look, but I can't mm -hmm. change that. The only thing I can do is just keep going, right? And, and, and keep mm -hmm. fighting and, and keep hoping that those opportunities will still continue to come my way. Mm -hmm. Right. I like that you I mentioned just that. focusing your energy on people that are actually like, they want to see you win. They're here yeah. for you. Yes. Because yes. when we put our energy into like focusing on like how many no's did I actually get? Yeah. Like, mm. you know, am I worth it? And all this kind of stuff. You can go into a deep hole mm -hmm. and kind of just end up, you know, not even being motivated to carry on. So I think that's a very good point, just focusing your energy on people who are for you. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, a, that's the easiest and simplest rule. I, I think I fully, like, believe that. I understand that. And I wanted to find out, in terms of just motivation, like, where do you draw that from? Mm -hmm. How are you motivated to be like, you know what? Because you, since you've been coming since, I don't know why yet. <laughs> consistent. You have been consistent. Yeah. A consistent queen. Child, child. So... 
it's really that's one area for, for some time now yeah right i think you'd know about motivation because it's, you've been, you've been coming, so. right right yeah well the motivation is i want the soft life um i want to be able to live the good life luxury I want luxury, sis deserves, we all deserve. We do. Um, do. I'm joking, but I'm very serious about that. I understand that working hard can open up doors for you. I love what Oprah Oprah said. She said, money can't buy you happiness, but it can certainly lead to the path of happiness. And I I fully. Yes. Right? Like, I want to be able to buy properties. I want to buy a house. I want to buy a car. I want to be able to take care of my mom. I want to do all of these things. And so that's where that motivation comes from. And then I think sometimes to myself, just, I don't know, it's like a random thought that I sometimes have. The fact that I'm here means that I really have to make something special or really achieve something stellar in my life. And I think about the talented people yeah. that are back home in Zimbabwe. I think about my ancestors, mm-hmm. about my grandparents. And I'm like, man, you know, the situation back home is so hard for people that are just trying to live day to day. Right. I have a slate. I have a great opportunity here in America. Of course, there's still crap that's thrown our way. Look at who our president is. I mean, okay. All right. All right. I mean, sis. All right. I mean, yeah. Mm, we need to send somebody mm-hmm. to come monitor it's the elections here, but that's phone. another topic for another day. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Come monitor and see what we doing. What we getting up, uh, getting up to here. Right. But to, to backtrack, uh, I I think there's a responsibility that is on my shoulders that makes me feel like I have to keep going. And of course, there are moments of self-doubt and insecurity that still happen to this day. But I have to fight that voice. So I'm very careful about what I let kind of seep and stir in my soul and build and I'm careful about what I water and what I try to stomp out and pull out those weeds but it's just a continual sort of thing yeah. but I think I am very clear about type of life that I want to have and that's what really pushes me to work harder amazing yeah. amazing amazing that's amazing that's that's and that's I think that is that's something Mm-hmm. I, I think that's just something that is so commendable because, you know, I think representation and, you know, us even believing that is like where everything sort of starts. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if we don't yeah. even know or like even believe that we can receive all of these things, mm-hmm. then of course, there's no way that you're going to motivate yourself yeah. to have it, yeah. you know? And it's right. so, it, it has to start with that, you know, thought process and that, um, just belief system, you know what I mean? And I think that as you, you know, grow and continue, I I definitely would love to hear more of just like, what do you see for yourself for the next, you know, five to 10 years? I know that Mm. COVID has really, you know, changed the way that we think about time. Like, you know, like it was just March yesterday, but then it's also like about to be 2021, which is crazy to think about. So, right, time is just escaping us. It's going slow and fast at the same time. Like how? You know, because when I think about January and like all the things that happened in January and then, you know, and it's just every month is just something, you know, we went from, you know, there was entanglement, there were scandals, there was everything, everything, everything. 
everything. This you know? year has been 10 years long. Like I think about, you know how at the end of the year, entertainment outlets do like our end of the year wrap up? I can't wait for how yours. How do you even do I it? I can't. I can't wait. We've I been can't living wait. it. How I do know. You even you know, Kobe died this year. Chadwick died this yes. year. The pandemic hit yeah. this year. Like, it was just so many. World War Four. Yeah, or three. Yes. Like, just a lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah 2020 I, has had a lot. A lot. You know? And SARS. There's just everything going wrong. And, and SARS. And yeah. SARS. Yeah. yeah. It's honestly because of. I mean, COVID has played a big role in all this violence that's going mm-hmm. on in the world because I think mentally we're in a different space. We are. And I just think, you know, it's pushed people to the edge. It's just done so many things. But like you're saying, it's been a fast and slow year. Yeah. I'm just waiting for it to be done, honestly. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I know no. we want COVID to be gone, but I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a hope for the best. I know it's not okay. going to be gone, but we're we're, we're going to know how to deal with it because 2020 okay. has made it. You see, so now we're entering, you know, more energy. Right. Uber around the situation now. I think okay. the mindset is like, okay, COVID is here now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now All right. Like, All right. I can dig that because I'm like, people are just so excited for 2021 yeah. to get here. I get that it's new year, new blessings, new me, all of that jazz. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, we're still here. So yeah, because you know, you speak of legacy and you speak of, you know, just the impact that you want to make. And you know, now with our, this, you know, this generation, which is a good or, uh, it could be seen as a good or bad thing in that, like, you know, they think about just everything happening quickly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But when you think of legacy, you think of, you know, that takes time. And because time is so warped right Mm -hmm. now, I would love to know, you know, for the, the next, you know, next time, the next years that are coming, what we can see and look forward to for the Mako brand. Yeah, yeah. I think um, in the very beginning, I was just trying to make it. I was just trying to get a job. Like, somebody just hire me. I just need right. to get paid. <laughs> Let's do this, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody but now stop. I think I'm more reflective. And by the way, it does not mean that I'm like, have new levels, things to do. So there's still that. Mm -hmm. But I'm also looking at how I can be more inclusive. I think part of building a brand and Mm -hmm. building a legacy is it can't be just you alone. You got to be able to have tentacles and pull people up and work with other people. And that's how you really create change. And if one day I've decided, okay, I just want to take care of my kids and hang out with my husband and my dog, I still want to mm-hmm. be able to have a, a revenue stream and I still want to have impact in a different way. Yeah. So what yeah. I'm trying to do, yeah, yeah. So what I'm trying to do now is work with people back home and think of ways that we can tell our story as Zimbabwean people in a way that's fresh and that's fun and that's like... Mm. Um, make sense for the time and place that we're in. Like we're all on social media. We don't want to spend a ton of time maybe watching a two hour thing or a 30 minute thing. We just want like short clips. Like people don't want long things anymore. At this point, our attention span is like- It's 11 seconds, by the way. It's 11 seconds. See? (laughs) I gotta grab your attention in that first 11 seconds. So how do we do that? So that's part of where I'm at right now. And I'm working on a really cool project. And so I hope to be able to drop that like mid-November. Um, a little hint is that it's going to involve what we talked about, Chisanyama. So, yeah. You'll oh, see we are excited. We are so excited. Uh, 
Wow. That's actually amazing because I do feel like you could definitely um, have a huge impact. But like you were saying, people there are so talented. People there are so... It's funny. They just don't ever get opportunities. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's really, really important. And for me, also very high on my list. Like how you get... To, you know, to, to come, so you're there. You're basically at, at this point. I'm gonna say you're at the top. Like, hello. Yes. That's right. <laughs> well, we're still climbing. There's still, still heights. Climbing. Yeah. Still you know, you there's Mount Everest, and then there's Everest again. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We're at the bottom of Mount Everest, but we can see it. We yeah, like, okay. We can yeah, we're like right there. But I'm so glad you said that, Lanti. And I think for us that are here, we've amassed so much knowledge. Um, we have yeah. so many resources. And thank God for the internet. Thank God for social media. Right. It's so easy for us to connect. We can collab on a different project. We can do so many things by physically being there together. And so now is the time for us to all be like, all right, you know, I could do this thing, but I could also do this thing with that person. So, Lanti, I know you are a uh, content creator. You do your videos, but maybe I could get someone back home to edit them for me, right? Equa, yes. you know, what you're doing with AfroLit, okay, maybe I could get someone to put it on different platforms back home to make sure that, right. so that people all have to be constantly thinking about that because that's how we build our mm-hmm. community. For real. That's true. For real. This is fast. This is fast. Yes. 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 So looking back on everything, you know, what would you tell 10-year-old Mako? Like, Mako who just got to New York. And well, she was nine. Oh, okay. nine. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. She's a baby, baby. She was baby, baby. Yeah. What, you know? Wow. What yeah. would you, what you know? What would I tell her? Yeah, what would you tell her? Um, It's funny. My husband and I always talk about this, like, Dang, I wonder if I would have started my career earlier, what would have happened, Mm -hmm. or maybe because I started in my late 20s and my 30s, that I'm just more grounded. So I Mm -hmm. think to that end, of course, I wouldn't change a thing. Ultimately, that's where I always land. Mm -hmm. But I would tell her to just believe in herself, right? Mm -hmm. There's going to be enough people that don't believe in you, that are going to have call you an African booty scratcher that might not see your potential, but it's really important for you before anybody else can tell you that you're special to know that you're special, that the way that you talk, the way that you look, the clothes that you wear, y'all, I was wearing country like clothes. Okay. Cause back home I used to watch Dallas and Falcon Crest. When I came here, I had my cowboy hat on. I'm a cowboy boots on. I'm stomping into bed style. Like, how do y'all? And they're like, what? <laughs> it's like when the music stops, it's just like, uh. Yes. Right, right. Like, the music like, uh. <laughs> oh, my That's okay. All those it's things. Okay. Standing out, sis. Every child goes through those things. Right. Growing and we're, we're, you know, becoming these yeah. beautiful butterflies and, and that it's not like the end of the world. I was like, right. you know, looking back on it, I was like, oh, I got to change. Oh, no, I got to assimilate. Oh, I got to fit in. I would tell her, no, just chill. Just chill. It's right. good. Right. right. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. <laughs> like those kind of things, it's funny. Kind of just make us. Those kind of things make us us. But when you're right. younger, it's like, how can I it's be more like so and so, more like kind of fit in? And you know, real. that warped idea that if you 
trying to just like you know pretend you're this person and you fit in better no you actually right. won't you never will fit in because you're uniquely you exactly so I, I, Right. And yeah. that's your power. That's your superpower. Is that your Equa? Is that your Lantia? That you, whoever is listening, there will be nobody who sounds like you, who looks like you, who has the experience that you. And even now, like in TV hosting, you know, I was listening to this coach, um, a TV. Uh, she's like a TV media hosting coach. I listen to like a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. that she does. That she really just gives out really good nuggets of information. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she said, her name is Barbara Abdel, by the way, if you're ever interested. Yeah, in that. yeah we're gonna write yeah. that in. Mm-hmm. She she has a book too. So if you are a host or you want to be a host, buy her book, read her book. There's tons of free information. Yes. I never went to school for hosting. All, everything I've learned, I've learned on the fly. I've learned in books. I've learned in podcasts. I've learned in video. Wow. Would you yeah. look at that? You know, and so you would never know. You never know. Don't let that be an excuse. But anyway, Barbara says that back in the 90s, it was all about, you know, being a beach blonde, being pale, being uh, skinny. Uh, you wanted to be a TV host. Think about like MTV. <laughs> like it wasn't a lot of folks that looked like us, right? And None. A DJ. Mm-mm. And she's yeah. like, now it's all about having a perspective. It's about what makes you different. What makes you mm-hmm. And when yes. you think about the people that they get on these channels, they're all different. They're a little quirky, they're a little weird. There's and something now it's no longer peculiar about every single one of them. Yes. Right? Yes. And now it's no longer about regurgitating the news or telling us what's going on. It's more like, well, what's your opinion of it? You know, yes. what do you think about and what it? can you bring that? What different? can you bring that's different, right? So yes. if I'm talking about a story and I'm like, well, you know, in Zim culture we do this, or as a black woman it's this, or as a married woman it's that. Yes. You know, you can have a different flair that you bring. That's amazing. That's what makes you different. So use wow. that. You know. Wow, that's right. Pretty. That's a big. That is huge. That's a, right. That's yeah, sweet. read Barbara's book. It's awesome. The environment and be like, oh, how can I be more like like Sarah? them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, another Sarah. No one. Right. We're not looking for. And I'll tell you, there's this one outlet that I worked at, and I definitely felt like there was a little pressure to change. I think that at first they weren't quite sure what to do with me, but then once they saw me do my thing, it was kind of like, all right, we're not even going to change her. <laughs> let her do her thing. You mm-hmm. know. Because the message is still clear, the audience understands her, and people resonate with her. So don't try and, you know, clip her wings and and have her assimilate a little bit more. In every situation, every work environment that you're in, you have to change a little bit, right? Right. You have to adapt. What I do, it's all going to be different. It's all going to be speaking to a different person. So you might have to change. But the core, the essence of who you are shouldn't change. Uh-huh. Oh, I love that. The essence of who you are. You know, wow. The gems you've dropped. Oh, my goodness. This, we were never ready. Never ready. Never ready. But yes. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, that's that's really, really good advice. And I think that um, the Afro Lit fam will really appreciate it as well. Um, and just to close off, I want you to perhaps just give the Afrolip fam your best advice. Not not really about like hosting and not, it doesn't have to be about your job, but yeah. just advice. Your, your, what would be a quote or something that you would give? To, it doesn't have to be a quote. It can be advice. Yeah. 
that you would give um, to the Afro-Lit fam just going forward on their journeys of life in the different areas um, mm. You know, because we're all so confused in this time. We don't know if we yeah. rest, if we, you know, be producing videos, you know, and it's just like how, like, what would you tell to that confused, you know, girl, yeah. boy, who's just kind of like, you know what? She has a soothing voice. Because some people's lives are listening. Listen. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Some people's lives are Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are. And it's so Definitely. interesting, Equa, that you brought up in this time, because this time is very interesting for all of us. I remember, mm-hmm. like, we were talking about March was scary, you know, being in New right. York and the sirens. And, right. like, at one point, I was like, oh, we about to die. When the ship came in, I was like, oh, I know. that ship is out of here. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> oh, like, my was- goodness. <laughs> Ah, uh, you know, you know what's funny? I never thought like it would get to this point. Like I honestly, yeah. I knew it was gonna get bad. I just didn't know it was gonna be this bad. <laughs> right. right. You know, like so. Yeah. It's interesting that like everyone, mm, everyone has just been you know all over. And I know mental health is like a big, big, big oh, component yeah. for me and like for the Afrolit fam as well. And like that's one thing yeah. that I've definitely been pushing forward. But I would love to hear just from you, you know, some yeah. words of affirmation. Absolutely. Okay, let me let me be serious. I think in this time, right? In this time that we're in, I think it's okay to let yourself feel all of the emotions. Don't let them consume you, but feel all of the emotions, all that nervousness, that being scared, that maybe um, breakthrough that you've been waiting for. It can still happen in this very uncertain time. And in that stillness that we're all in right now, really think about one, like you said, Equa, your emotional health. So I'm very big on that in terms of like, if I need my me time, I definitely make sure I carve out my me time. I gotta be by myself. That's just a big component of my personality is some days I just need quiet moments. And because I'm so, my job requires me to talk a lot and there's a lot of uh, factors involved in that. that Like I'm I'm present. Very present. Yeah. I give a lot. So I, I know when to pull back and say, okay, now I got I to gotta simmer down and I got to be one with myself. And what am mm-hmm. I saying to myself in those moments? So right. you're in a very uncertain time. One, take care of your emotional health. But secondly, mm-hmm. use this moment to really decide and, and think about where you are in your life, right? And don't put pressure on yourself, though. Maybe you're 25 and you're, you know, working a job, but you're not quite sure that this is the job for you. What steps can I take to change my career? Maybe you're in a relationship and maybe you don't feel that fulfilled in it, or maybe you just want your relationship to change. What steps can I take to get there? And taking those steps doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I'm about to quit my job. Today's going to be my last day. No, it's gradual steps, right? It's making a plan for whatever it is that you want to do. One of the biggest pieces of pieces of advice that my husband ever gave to me was think about what your plan is but then take it in like small chunks right Uh, and do a little bit at a time to fit into that bigger bucket and that way it becomes less overwhelming so I think this is the time to be contemplative and of course I understand people are out of jobs I understand that this is a really tough time for everybody there's instability everywhere but in that moment if you can if you have the bandwidth and you have the capacity Think about what you want to do. Use those free resources that are available to you to work towards that. And inevitably, the work will come. The the, the relationship will come. The job will come. Will it come right away? No. It might not. It might or it might not. But you still have to put in the work and really think about what your ultimate goal is. So I hope that's helpful. But 
will be in our description box below and yes right and you, you guys can on instagram twitter everywhere oh trying girl right. i'm not i, I tried tiktok but i mm-hmm. just I, mm-hmm. can't get into it <laughs> i know right it is it is for the kids it's for you the kids, kids it's for the kitties i know it's I'm, hard right like, like, you know, that one. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I can't. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. People, people know how to use it in interesting ways. I'm always like, wait, wow. I know. I think like that. I'm always like, right? Wow. Right. Um, about my life. Okay. Right. right. It has that. There is something ways you can use it, but you know. Ah, maybe. It's easy to get onto. Wow. Yes. Thank you so. So oh, I have been you, your for having you. Thank you, with thank us. you, thank you. I have been your host, Equa PM. And I have been your host, Lantia. And, and it's, it's been, been real. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. They all have to stay updated with you. Catch us on the next episode. Yeah. Right. Bye.